You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Div. And we have... <laughs> you, you know, I should always wait for that, and I yeah, don't. Yeah. I just, like, cut it off. Yeah, yeah. Shut it down. And you never do. You it's like you're now, surprised Stephanie. every time it happens. Yeah. You should know by now. Yeah. I know. We've got to have tired. some remnant of Trike here. <laughs> we, have, we have to have him in memory yeah, yeah. somehow. Um, we actually have three... People sitting in for the show, other than me and Deb, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, we have Ellie here. What's up? We have Dave here. Whee! <laughs> and back from last week's episode, we have Melissa. Hey, there we go. <laughs> See, now you're getting spicy. Yeah. You're starting to feel comfortable. Once you get comfortable behind a mic, shit yeah. gets real. True. So, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Listen to goat yoga from last week. Man, I goat wish I yoga. Wish I would have had the uh, the guy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> I, need to I can cut that in for you. Yeah, yeah. I need to never see Dev do that with his tongue. <laughs> did it get you too hot? It did. I could tell. Oh, my. She's got the vapors. I got the vapors. <laughs> Speaking of hot. Yes, that was a really good segue. Speaking mm-hmm. of hot today, we are going to be talking about the history of spontaneous human combustion. And I know what you're thinking right now. Um it's not history, it's just a myth. But there are historical documents documenting several cases since, I don't know, back in the 1600s um, of cases of what they could only prove, like they couldn't prove exactly what happened, and they're pretty sure that it's spontaneous human combustion. So I found it in this really cool book called Mysteries of the Unexplained, which is a Reader's Digest book. And let me... Um, let me take a peek here. It was, but is it the Oprah Book Club approved? <laughs> it does not have the sticker. So the Reader's Digest version of Reader's Digest? <laughs> it, well, it's, it's, it's like one of their special books mm-hmm. that they did. They used to do them. I don't I know did, if they I still do. Thing. Um, I, I don't even know that Reader's Digest is still around. It is. They? It is. Oh. is it? Yeah, oh. it's still a thing. Um, oh. My dad has like every issue of Reader's Digest since like before I was born because he's, wow. he's that guy. He's a hoarder. Well, and they're like on the back of the toilet. So anytime you go to his house, like you How know which bathroom is the shit wo- with that many Reader's I was like, Digest. so there's a stack of ma- like, I, yeah, I was like, they're in the back of the toilet filling the tub in the shower yeah. in the sink. <laughs> Carved a hole in the across wall. the hallway. I, I feel like all the other ones are like boxed up and put away. Oh, so then. it's just like the most recent ones? Yeah, I think the newer oh. ones are on the stack. So he has a rotational schedule. Yeah. <laughs> My dad will never hear this, so yeah. <laughs> so, so they go from, so this year's goes to the back of the toilet, and then they get cycled into the filing cabinet for, right. for quick reference. Right. And then after three years, they get filed in a box in a storage off-site. Then yeah. Mara, 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 Mara comes Mara. in ar- and comes in and archives them. Yes. There we yeah. go. Yeah. They- <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so this book came out put in... Them on uh, microfiche. <laughs> Oh man! Nineteen eighty-two. Your dad got a microfiche. Nineteen eighty-two. Nineteen eighty-two. This book, <laughs> Mysteries of the Unexplained, came out, uh, and this is my source material because, well, I, I'd read about this before, um, just 
purely for my own research purposes because I find this really interesting. Uh, but I used this as my source material because it had like really detailed accounts all in one place. So if you're interested, you can probably find this book. Actually, a lot of people responded to my posts like, I have this book. I've never heard of this or seen this in my life. Shim brought it over. I have this book because of Shim. Sad reality is I probably have that in a box somewhere. You probably – that (laughs) would not surprise me. My grandparents Um, used to buy me all kinds of books like that because I was the weird kid. They didn't know how to handle. Do you also have stacks and stacks? Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. (laughs) He has to draw the line somewhere. (laughs) No, no. The line must be drawn here. Um, They're all on microfiche. (laughs) Yeah. So before we begin – do you need oh, a shot glass or are you I good? I absolutely do not need I a shot glass. I think you did. Uh, Ellie had a fun night last night, so she's feeling a little rough. So today yes. we are going to cheers <laughs> to not spontaneously combusting. With Fireball. Well, Ooh. and us with Crown and you with Buffalo Trace. Yes. And you with the Diet Verners. Hey. spicy. <laughs> I feel like every time you say Buffalo Trace, you Ooh. should cue up the Nana Cherry song. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah, that was a, a buffalo shot. stance reset. That absolutely was. I'm gonna take a shot. Don't I judge me. Donut. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna that, we're gonna change the title. Like randomly pop a shot, shot of donut. donut, and it's just gonna be us eating donuts for a half just an hour. Just the one donut. <laughs> shot of donut. No, shot of donut is clearly the review of Superior Donuts <laughs> on CBS. No, so Smalls. So I'm a total segue for like two yeah. seconds. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's um, fine. Smalls, the bar we were at last Saturday for the live thing on Thirst Wave '80s night. Yeah. Um, You're for, so cool. Cool, Dave. Uh, first wave. Yeah. <laughs> How many it was a good night. were there? A lot. A lot. Uh, um, it was real good, though. But so for Punchkey Day, Smalls does Punchkey shots. Nice. Oh, and it's God. it's their little their little mini Punchkeys that are just soaked in alcohol. <laughs> so there's oh, your shot of donut. Yes. <laughs> Next year, man. Not just donuts. Ugh, that sounds oh, they're amazing. Horrible. No, it's oh, they're amazing. I want to. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> in and around my mouth I, region. I don't know how to say right. this, but I want it inside me. <laughs> Um, gonna, this show is going to bring the ruckus. We're, it's already been brought. You know yeah. when you would not get rowdy. <laughs> um, alcohol soaked donuts if you are spontaneously combusting. Yes. See how right? I brought it back? Yeah. No. I brought it back. It and was very smooth. So, for people who may not know what spontaneous human combustion is, what I have. Is it, Stephanie? I have the definition. <laughs> I wrote it down on a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? It is a full sentence. Can you spell it? Is it a verb? (laughs) Spontaneous human combustion is when a human body ignites and burns without any known contact with an external source of fire. That is the definition. Now, does touching my mixtape count or... Mm -hmm. Um, no, I'm just definitely not. Because that's not fire, Dave. That's like Dump this all over you. <laughs> <laughs> what about like internal source of fire, like like burning love? Well, no, you just how come no. burning love? No, scorching I mean, case of herpes. Also, yes, doctor. It burns when I pee. Well, you might. 
bust into flames soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It could bust. It could be happening. Spontaneously, so we can't tell you when, yeah, but yeah. it may happen. Uh, the earliest documented case uh, was actually of this just poor woman. who There's no name for this woman. She was just a poor woman who people knew. Uh, apparently, this was in uh, 1673. So she is a woman who unfortunate circumstances happened to her. She was unwealthy. Yeah. She was more. poor. Yes. Okay. She was she was she, impoverished. She, she was in, a, she, I believe that she lived on the streets. Okay. Okay. Uh, so she was, you know, didn't have a home. If she was playing D and D, she would not pay any <laughs> copper pieces. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to know what she did to survive as long as she did on the streets. But that's probably how she made her copper pieces. <laughs> might be a mouth thing, might be a hand thing. I don't really know. Well, so, you know, when it burns, when you pee, speculation. you got to get rid of it somehow. Like a scorching case of syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> when you pee. Uh, so apparently she was an alcoholic. She was a heavy well, drinker. Side effects for prescription meds. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and it's said that she didn't eat for three years, but I, you can't not eat. For three years, I think that she survived mostly off. Like alcoholics can live off of alcohol. She had a she had a uh, huge protein intake. If you know what I mean. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know why Dave didn't get there first. <laughs> Disappointed. Yeah. So um, apparently she didn't. She has a lot of cream in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Uh, apparently Deb's quicker than I am. I'm okay with that. <laughs> She, she fell asleep on some straw, like a straw pallet in like an alleyway. And she was found the next morning and all that was left of her was her head and her fingertips. Mm. Um, everything Here. else was ash. So and bum, bum, bum. one of the – as we go through these stories, you're going to see that most of the time with spontaneous human combustion, the head – and extremities, like hands, um, legs, usually from the knees down, are are left. Uh, but the the middle part of your body just apparently that's where the the heat comes from. Just not like joints. Just <laughs> well, yeah, like it, it can only burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just this, this air, this too and this. hot to handle. I know it's the head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, Feel there's the heat plenty of men. <laughs> There are plenty of men who spontaneously combusted. That means their dicks burnt off. I'm just well, saying. I mean, Show me your genitals. Yeah. But they can't because they got burned off. So they, they no longer exist. Can't uh, do it. Awkward. So, yeah, this spontaneously is, combusted. This is the first like published account of spontaneous human combustion. So given her assumed profession, um, how long did it take for somebody to actually report her? I mean, they had her head and fingers. Um. And- well, they found her the next day in they the did. alley. So, I mean, who knows? The I don't cop, know. Cop coming by for the uh, afternoon quickie. Oh, shit. Karen's <laughs> dead. Karen. <laughs> well, before I call this one in, the head's, her head's still here. <laughs> oh, my God. There's more than one hole. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, this and is- you said I couldn't reach <laughs> your throat. <laughs> and, that, uh, and that kid was that's a, that's a ding. That's a ding if I've ever heard one. That was fording. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty then. Necrophilia so now- warrants four dings. Yes. Yes, it does. That kid is necrophilia. Shot of history, folks. Uh, so we're going to go into one of the most famous cases. And like this, I, I think a lot of people have heard about it. Um I mean, well, if you're into this kind of stuff, like reading about weird, a lot happening. of people have heard about it. 
as long as you're into spontaneous human well, combustion. Well, no, not, not just spontaneous human combustion, but just like weird stories. Right, right, right. Like I mean, if you've watched stories. The X-Files, you've probably heard of this uh, one. Probably. Yeah, probably. So, uh, I'm sure they've done one about The, the woman combustion. who burned, her name is uh, Nicole Millette. She was an innkeeper's wife, and this happened in 1725. Um, she was also prone to alcohol. Like, she drank not as much as this other woman, but she, you know, she was an innkeeper, so there was like, she was drinking beer. She's known to throw a few yeah. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Um, I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> well, it starts off like this, and then it it, it goes away from the alcohol. Oh, so oh that's I I'm starting to not like our chances, guys. I know. <laughs> hey, anyone want to do another shot? I mean, there, I is, there has been times I've questioned. <laughs> Some, I felt the so, fire. Yeah, yeah. I have felt so the burning fire. sensation is not the alcohol. It's spontaneous combustion. Right. It, it's just the, <laughs> the last time started. I was in Kentucky, as a matter of fact. Hey, guys, so I quit drinking. Oh, you're worried about cirrhosis? No. no. Spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> what? Honestly, if I were ever to quit drinking, that would be... <laughs> yeah. Well, it does make you wonder, what was their alcohol back in those days? made with that it could potentially be flammable right i mean like it, it could be worse it could be worse than like what we have now maybe i don't know if um, they're made well i mean people used to drink same way like as close to like rubbing alcohol as right. i mean there was a, a lot of like the back- refinery process was not very refined <laughs> yes not at this point refinery is a loose term yeah. refinery yeah. in my past we've taken the bugs out of it Refined. It was about <laughs> <laughs> it was about as refined as me. <laughs> All right, so she's gonna let that one sit there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Nicole Millette, who is married to uh, Jean Millette, they ran an inn together, and apparently she was a bitch, an alcoholic bitch. Let's just be honest. That's what it says in here, not in so many words. Yeah. I was going to say, Reader's Digest called her a bitch. Yes. <laughs> this is in the 80s when it was still okay to say bitch, but you know, people weren't getting offended yet by everything. Uh, <laughs> so one night she you know, goes to bed after you know, being a drunk bitch all day. <laughs> she was really tired. She had a being fiery a drunk, personality. It's really exhausting being <laughs> It's really exhausting being an angry bitch all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and she, so people, like, everybody that came into the inn, including her, like, nobody liked her. Right. So this is, we'll get into the, the on this particular combustion day, and then we'll get into what happens. She on being a bitch. <laughs> there you go. And then we'll get into what happens after. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> 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 I control the bell. <laughs> I have to control something in my life. Can I just control the bell? Thank yeah, you. The bell, Stephanie. Uh, so she goes to bed after being a drunk bitch all day um, and they found her. Um, I believe she was like lying on the floor near a fireplace, but like not like right next to it. Like there was a fireplace, maybe a couple of feet, you know, two, three, four she feet. She was fireplace adjacent. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it has to be mentioned because Tangent, I mean, this maybe. could. Particular adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they found her. What um, trig term should we be using? <laughs> the only thing that was left of her was part of her head, her lower limbs. So like basically from like half of her thigh down. Mm. And then um, they found a couple of her vertebrae so again we're looking at like extremities at the vertebrae this is the only time that you hear something like that when you look through uh the stories but th- this is from the medical examiner uh his name was claude nicolas lecat he was an apprentice mm. surgeon in france so he was the mm. one who did the autopsy that crazy and, claude. and <laughs> was called in on this so an actual medical doctor looked at this i mean th- we're talking about a medical doctor 
from 1725. We should probably be using the term medical doctor very loosely. Well, that's, that's what they call them. That's what they call themselves. So I don't know. Doctor. He knew how to catch some leeches. Right. And he had himself a saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a chair in the room and there were some, like, a couple of scar- like, scorch marks on there and um, underneath her there was a couple of scorch marks but nowhere else in the room was there any sign of fire. Usually, like, especially in the 1700s, like, if something the caught fire, the up. whole, yeah, everything yeah. goes up in flames. So yeah. that's why they were really confused. The fireplace had not been used. So there was no chance of, like, the fire jumping from, you know, what it, so their speculation is, is that it started happening while she was on the chair and she got up. And like started walking, and then as it, then she just fell walking to the ground. Or running, probably running. I'm guessing. Um, you know, I wasn't there. Where was I? It burns. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> she was she was a drunk bitch. Yeah. Was, there, was there any like, signs of cigarettes bitch. nearby? Uh, no. Not in this recounting. Mm. Stephanie Fontaine so. went back and roasted that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've mastered time travel. I mean, I, I, I had a lot of spare time for a while. She's okay? like, I mastered the time machine. This is what I did with it. <laughs> Can only work once. And this yeah. is what I did. Right. So at the time, they find her and they're like, well, the husband had to have done it because the husband hates her. She treats him like shit. He probably like lit her on fire. But what ended up happening is they didn't have any evidence um when the metal the medical examiner like looked over the body there was no there's nothing that could have been poured on her like alcohol or something that could have ignited so there's no smell or trace of it on any part of her body usually you well, can but smell she was known to be a bit of a booze hound so i feel like <laughs> that might have like, masked any right. odors that would have been there well and plus if she was a drunk bitch maybe they weren't looking that closely <laughs> right. i don't know <laughs> There's a, there's a lot there's a lot on the story in here. So we the, thoroughly examined. Like she was a bitch without too, like all the time. She might have a lot more enemies than just her husband. I mean, right. Well, they look to him first, obviously, because yeah, I they mean, always do. They you always say, have like, to respect the spouse. They yeah. always respect. Um, so the medical examiner, you know, after they arrest the husband, he ends up testifying on the husband's behalf because he's like, um, there's no evidence that shows that. She was covered in any alcohol and lit on fire. There's no evidence of any anything combustible or flammable. The fireplace wasn't used. There's no way that he could have just like lit her on fire. So they ended up calling it an act of God, and that um, God killed her off That's for being term. a drunk bitch. The power of Christ compels you. Yes, yes. she was. She was smoked. Yes, yeah. Yeah. she was smited by the Lord. Smitten. No, that's something different. It was, okay. yeah. it was a, another case of the burning bush. That We're just making up words. Burning. Wow. Smite me, Mo- smite Moses me. was in the room, but uh, that burning bush did not oh. go well. Oh, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Sorry for all the Christians that listen. <laughs> Not really. Hey, it's a show. It's a show about spontaneous human combustion. Anything goes here. I ain't offended. Oh, okay. Well, then good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that's actually like probably the most famous case because like the you know the medical examiner ends up going to bat for the guy. There's no physical evidence, and again, we're talking about you know 1725. It's it's obviously not like on the level of the the forensic stuff that we can get now. Right. Um, the last story I'm going to go into actually happened in the 50s when we actually had decent 
um, more modern yeah. Uh, yeah. medical tools and ways I to I feel like check if somebody things. tried to light her on fire, her whole body would burn up. It wouldn't and, just and, stop. And, and that's the Which whole thing. Which is the weird part. Yeah. That's, that's why, why I believe that this could be a thing because, I mean, if they're finding tiny scorch marks under the body and nothing else is catching on fire in these old wooden houses, that's bullshit. Yeah. But in the if it's so hot that it can melt and turn to ash a human body. Bone, especially. And too. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's kind yeah. of incredible. So um, there's a really cool case. And this is for the uh, Countess de Bandy of Cessna, Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. She has like a really long title. I don't. I don't know a whole lot about all that, but thank God I have this book you here. You just don't want to have to pronounce all of it so you don't have to take a shot. Mm. Well, I mean, I pronounced it all and I did the it correctly. Thing? Yeah, that's her whole name. Okay. Full on. I thought you said it was long. Full on that is pronunciation. Long. Okay. Countess de Bandy of Cessna. Apparently, you two have different definitions of long. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We're an upsized queen when it comes to names. She's, uh, yeah. she's, she's thinking like anti disestablishmentarianism kind yeah. of long. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's short for Italian. <laughs> Just saying. That's okay. True. So I'm going to read some of this from the book because I found this like really cool and I didn't want to try to like condense that down into notes. So just bear with me because I'm going to kind of skip around a little bit just with the important parts. Um, she was 62 years of age and everything was fine the day that, you know, she spontaneously combusted. Obviously mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. when she spontaneously combusted, but up until then, everything was normal. It makes she, her a crappy day. Yeah. She went to bed, you know, at her normal time. And uh, in the morning, like, she didn't get up at her normal time. So her maid comes in and saw her dead on her bed, obviously. Um, after, I don't know why she opened a window. She opened a window. Countess being countess. And then, well, well no, I mean, the maid no, I've did watched it. enough, like, movies and shit, like, when... When the maid comes in, the first, especially in that time period, that you throw open the windows and start letting some well, air in and some light. And yet, or it, blinds. Yeah. it said like opened the window. Yeah, like start getting some air in. Anyway, yeah. okay, well maybe that's the thing. I mean, I there know. might have been some night stank. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if the movies are accurate, then yeah, that is what they did. Oh, yeah. Curtains, open the windows. Okay, so four Good feet. Good morning, my lady. Four well, feet. Wouldn't have been that because it was in Italy, but. <laughs> Broken Melissa. (laughs) She's not even drunk. Well, maybe you are a little bit. No. No? I feel like you're lying. Uh, Okay, so four feet away from her bed, um, there was a heap of ashes, two legs that had been untouched from the foot to the knee, and like the stockings were still on there. So even if she had been lit on fire, you'd think like anything clothing-wise would melt. Like she was standing. Like. No, well, or maybe. It, well, this maybe. is just how they found her. Obviously, yeah. nobody was in the room when this happened. Um, and then everything between there and her head um, was burnt to ash. And then her head, half of the back part of her skull was burnt. You know, so like there was basically she was a partial skull and then knees to feet. And everything mm. else was burnt. Sexy. To a pile of, I, I, that's weird. my kind of lady. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so, you so know, she opened the window or the maid opened the, the maid window? opened the window when oh, she okay. entered the room. Okay. And it does make sense because she was probably trying to, like, see or whatever. There's a yeah. lot of smoke in this room. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently there was some soot, like, floating in the air. And um, 
but there was no uh there was no um like anything greasy or oily on anything that was left over like nothing combustible like no um you know like they used oil for candles uh, and lamps and all that yeah mm-hmm. yeah so there was nothing like that that they found there and then um let's see was she an alcoholic too no they actually she she's the first one that i <laughs> read about that, that wasn't, wasn't uh, okay. an alcoholic or at least- not recorded not as such. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a countess, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was, you know, of, of higher regard. She's not like a street person or an innkeeper. And I think that's why this was uh, a pretty famous case because, I mean, she's. People actually gave a shit. It, right. Yeah. She was kind of, they were like, <laughs> what in the actual fuck just happened? Um, so there was like no scorch marks, like just like everything else, just a little bit underneath the body, like nothing. To discern, she wasn't by a fireplace. There was no burnings anywhere else. It was just ash, a little bit of scorching, some knee to feet action, and a partial skull thing. So, um, and then her stockings were still there. Uh, yeah, which I found so like bizarre. really weird. Yeah. Um, they did say that the countess uh, was in the habit of washing her body in camphorated spirits of wine when she felt indisposed um, and that it was very likely she had done so on the evening before (laughs) this happened even then that that wouldn't would be enough to of, yeah. yeah like she would have to take a rubbing, torch to herself if right. you know what I mean yeah <laughs> ding um, ding but after, I'm not digging <laughs> yeah, yeah not worth it um, so after the medical authorities came in and they kind of thought about that they're like well maybe that was the purpose like that's what happened uh they said, although lightning could conceivably be blamed, it was more likely that a, uh, a naturally caused internal combustion had taken place in her body. So this is like on the medical report. And actually, I'm going to read to you exactly uh, what they wrote. Uh, the internal combust- combustion actually, was I, ascribed to. I don't. I don't. I think I like the phrase. I, I don't like. Actually, no. I don't like the phrase naturally caused. Internal combustion. I like that a lot less than I like spontaneous human well, combustion. This, this, because naturally, just oh, yeah, it just happens. No, you're it's cool. Well, We've seen this before. Yeah, basically, yeah. they just said her body was consumed from within. There was no external flames uh, that were produced that could set fire to the furniture in the room because everything was intact. I mean, literally everything. So uh, smoke. Yeah, yeah. So, she, God <laughs> is vengeful. Apparently, um, she was lit. This is yeah. pretty. It was a real lit night. <laughs> she asked somebody to smoke her up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is what they wrote. She was smoking. The internal combustion was ascribed to inflamed effluvia of her blood by juices and fermentations in the stomach, by the many combustible matters which are abundant in living bodies for the uses of life, and finally by the fiery evaporations which exhale. From the settlings of spirits of wine, brandies, and other hot liquors in the tunica villosa of the stomach and other adipose or fat membranes, within which, as chemists observe, these spirits engender a kind of camphire, which, in the nighttime, in sleep, by a full breathing and respiration, are put in a stronger motion and, consequently, more apt to be set fire. So your natural body juices plus so, 
liquor yeah. means you're gonna explode. Basically, in wine. So, in wine, skeptical Davis, skeptical. Yeah, yeah. So I hear yeah. that and I go, uh, we don't fucking know what happened. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. had to try to find the reason yeah. because she was a countess. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they had to put something That was your typical much, help desk guy like, trying to explain like to the boss why sleeping. shit doesn't work. Did, did you turn yeah. it on and off again? <laughs> no, that right. was, uh, you know, we had uh, some uh, sunspot activity that interfered with the TCP IP stack and, you know, the routing of the SMTP, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Pretty much like while she was sleeping, everything in her body like sped up for some reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, things don't relax, and she she busted she just by li- yeah. taking a nap and breathing. Yeah, just by breathing, everything sped up in her lit body. Lit on fire it all from the inside. Flammable things, and she lit on fire. Yeah, wow. that's like right. that's the documented medical examiner's report. That's part of it. It's not the entire. I mean, thing. we do have electrical impulses, so I'm in our bodies. So I mean, my whole thing is but don't, don't give them any credence yeah. to this. <laughs> No. Or Clearwater or Revival. <laughs> so I knew, I knew that was coming. Oh, good. So plug. in uh, so in 2011, in September, there was actually the first Irish case of spontaneous human combustion. Which is not in this book, by the way, because well, it came out in the 80s, right? So uh, if anybody is going to spontaneously combust, you would assume it's the Irish. Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Irish and Germans, man. Um, So it was an elderly man uh, lying with his head near the furnace and coroners determined that uh, it was not the furnace that caused him to uh, catch fire and there was no sign of accelerants. So we're talking 2011. Okay. Was there there any left of his body? Like that's that's the sign. uh, Yeah. Was he completely burned up? This does not say, but it does say that there was burn marks on the floor and ceiling directly below and above the body. On the ceiling. That that would be like a really big flame, though. Right, right. But there was no other burn marks anywhere in the room. I bet if he was by a furnace, up. though, too, I mean, if that had been the accelerant, then the furnace would have exploded. Right? It's possible. I don't know. I'm going to go back to my old timey ones because they're way more fun. <laughs> yeah, right. When was that? When was that Countess one, by the way? Uh, that happened in 1731. Oh, okay. so this is still. I've got one right. more. Um, this happened uh, back in 1776. I kind of wanted to touch on these because you see, like when you look through like the partitioned um, eras of spontaneous human combustion, you mm-hmm. see like there's a theme with the first, um, you know, before the 1800s, mm-hmm. like they blamed it a lot on alcohol. They say right. God smited, especially when it was a woman, God oh, smited yeah. her for being a bitch and a drunk. <laughs> if it's a guy, they're kind of just like, Jesus I don't even know. So <laughs> right. the next story is about an Italian priest <laughs> oh who survived his spontaneous human combustion Shut only up. to die days later. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. Uh, Don Gio Maria Bertholi. That's a fun name. Maria is definitely one of his names. Maria. <laughs> it says it right like there. He was a priest. So yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, he was a priest. Was, so was, he was doing yeah, his... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's, I didn't question Think it after I saw Don, that he was uh, a priest. Wrote a song about him? At first I was like, Maria! <laughs> My Maria! What's going on here? Uh, but he caught fire while he was doing his daily devotions. Um, Brooks and Dunn reference, Dunn. It was good. <laughs> See, I was, what thinking I'm here how, I was thinking of all the musical theater references like <laughs> Maria or how do you solve a problem like Maria? Was, nope. Got to go uh, straight country on this one. <laughs> straight country. Well, you, you know musical theater. So yeah. Unfortunately, I don't. So I need an education that is in unfortunate. musical theater. Yeah. I know hillbilly music. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're yeah, fine. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm not going to try to interrupt <laughs> anymore. I'm just going to let this shit ride out. 
<laughs> We're only on our second Welcome show the, for the day. Welcome to the 80 minute episode right. of spontaneous combustion. Um, it goes off uh, on 10,000 tangents. <laughs> right. So the case was reported by uh, Dr. Battaglia, who was the surgeon who attended the priest after he, you know, he got lit on fire. Battaglia. Um, yeah. So he shows up to his uh, brother-in-law's house and he gets his own little apartment there. Like he obviously goes to visit all the time. Uh, He was left alone to pray. And a few minutes later, there's like a bunch of noise and the priest was like screaming. Uh, He was obviously in the the room by himself. So, you know, people hear the sound and they come rushing into the room and they find him like on the floor surrounded by uh, flame um, that receded as they approached and finally vanished. So, it was like this bright flame, and then as they got closer, and this is documented by there was there were several people, and then again, this is we're talking about the 1700s. Mm-hmm. So, and these are religious people, mm-hmm. so we kind of have to take that into account. But this is the story that mm-hmm. has been mm-hmm. put Another, in this Reader's Digest yeah. book of gold. Another burning bush gone wrong. So the, right, <laughs> history so, history so, is written by the non-combusted people. Yeah. So the, so the fire was just I like that. Yeah. So the fire was just like, oh shit, there's people coming. I gotta go. Yeah. Right. We, we can't Bye. ever have proof yeah. that this happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. This. Goodbye, cruel world. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, real quick, back to Michael Faherty. In from Galway, uh, no, so yeah, he was totally torched up. Uh, they didn't. He was like, you know, head uh, head was still there, uh, knees down was still there. Okay, everything oh. between gone. So this is like so, yeah, going another, with the theme because yeah. every mm. story that that has been As, grouped in with that. That's and he was found and because his neighbor's smoke alarm went off. And so they they like they went until the like the cops showed up or the fire truck showed up at the neighbor's house and they was like, I ain't got nothing going on, and they banged on the door and there was no response and that's how they found the guy. Wow. Huh. And they say he was a dick, but they did he had he had type two diabetes and hypertension. I like how they try to like see. I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> weirdly high it's not like pressure. an explanation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really isn't. Like a lot of people have type two Walter, diabetes. Walter they don't Brimley explode. is in dire so. straits right now. Diabetes. Wilford. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that extra sugar must yeah, make yeah. it sweet and make it combust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently they didn't examine him right away because they had to call a doctor. A uh, so uh, when the doctor shows up, yeah, we're back to the priest now. Um, he found the skin on the right arm was almost entirely uh, like detached. And it was like hanging um, from the bones, so like the not just the skin, but like the fat too, like in the muscle. Like he Ooh. was just kind of like. So I mean, he'd been he'd been sitting there for a minute getting toasted because that's really yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, just fell right off the bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from the sh- from his shoulders to the thighs, um, the skin was equally injured. So from shoulders to thighs, the area that is typically spontaneously combusted he had skin and muscle and bone just like barely hanging on oh i mean this this is horrifying the fact yeah. that a guy survived it and had to go, he lived for like Ooh. several days after this and this is in the 1700s where i'm sure they just gave him some heroin well what we <laughs> basically yeah. basically yeah. heroin uh but anyway um and they said that he was already starting to putrefy. Like he already had infection yeah. in him within less than 12 hours. That's so everything was exposed. I mean. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Medically, it makes sense. It's yeah. just, And plus things were really dirty back then. Right. Right. So, <laughs> um, you get a cut on your finger and it's like, ah. And I'm done for. <laughs> like he, he started having Ended. seizures. He was complaining of having like a 
like he was thirsty, but like his insides were burning. He like wanted water because he felt like he was, his insides were on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, could, he was could vomiting. They have just poured water on his insides. Uh, you know that's out. not really what you should <laughs> be doing. But um, at this point, it's just comfort care. Yeah, and then he yeah. was like vomiting. Obviously, his body is like basically wasted here. Let's be honest; yeah. it's yeah. disgusting. So yeah, on the fourth day. Um, like being he died. He was in a state of unconsciousness. At least he finally went unconscious, and then he died. Um, and then he died. Just like and then shot of history right. show. <laughs> and yeah. then he died. We gotta say that at least once. Um, and after doing, you know, the research, and because like when they do their prayers, sometimes they have like candles, mm-hmm. and you know, there's mm-hmm. like things. So they looked at all of this stuff, and they have no physical evidence that proves that it was an outside flame. Okay. Um, even though people saw fire, there's no proof, and the scorching was like just a little bit. It was just a little around the body again. So there's a lot of similarities, and like this one's different because they were able to catch it in the state of not being completed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. That's kind of a cool story because I don't know. Like, is it weird that I kind of think this could happen? I no, I feel I, like this no. is a thing. Like, I don't when think was people the most, are making the, this up. Was the eighties the most recent, the no. last most recent case? No, the two thousand ten was that Irishman. Oh, it doesn't yeah. yeah. So oh, well, and yeah. so okay. I've got one last story, so and this really is the recent. one yeah. from uh, the nineteen fifties that I wanted to talk about. This is back when. So even like with our, you know, medical. I mean, technology, how far it's come. Somebody can bust in 2010 and they have no idea. Right, right. So it's still still a thing. And I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. There's only like uh, dedicated in this book, maybe like six, seven pages. But enough of it has happened that people, I mean, they've named it. It has a definition. Like, I mean, it's. It, a lot of people believe that it's true. So um, in 1951, uh, Miss Mary Reeser of St. Petersburg, Florida, was found reduced to ashes um, in a basically undamaged apartment. And it was kind of a landmark case to prove spontaneous human combustion because we had better medical uh, tools available and, you know, forensics and and that. Like, we're, you know, back in the 1700s, you know, whatever, they were all about the God thing and, like, being Mm -hmm. smited and whatever. But this was looked at from a scientific point of view, like a more modern point of view. Um, uh, The FBI came out, um, fire officials, arson experts, pathologists, and uh, after a year of looking into this accident or whatever they were calling it, um, they've turned up nothing that could be singled out as proving beyond a doubt what actually happened. The case is still open. We are still as far from establishing any logical cause for the death as we were when we first entered her apartment. Um, wow. So, in, like, it's still being studied. What well, was still being studied at this point? I don't know. Like, this book is from mm-hmm. 82. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they might have just ruled it spontaneous human combustion. Um, let me... They, like they give slap a, a title on that and call it closed. Yeah. <laughs> let me give you a little bit of a timeline on this because I, I, I kind of just like went right to the end and there's a little bit more information. It's just the way that they wrote it in the book. So right. I didn't actually take notes on this because I kind of just wanted to skim through. It's way more fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like off the cuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dove's like, get it over with. <laughs> um, I got to pee. I feel like off the cuff. Okay. <laughs> We're almost done here. Like this, this is the last story. And I feel then like we are off good. the cuff describes this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> we take notes, but we definitely, well, we need, we you keep know, fresh. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. gotta fresh. keep it. Is this the McDLT of podcasts? Yes, the hot side, hot, and the cool side. Yes, fresh. yes. 
and bad for the environment. <laughs> also, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't it come in a styrofoam container? Yeah. That was styrofoam. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not good. Those old styrofoam containers. Ready to skim through? Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. This is, and I'm there's really it. not a whole lot to tell. So basically, the night before she died, she took a couple sleeping pills. Her husband was a doctor, so he was going to the hospital to work. It was the night before combustion and all through the house. 50s, right? Yes. Okay. This is uh, Mary Reeser. Okay. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. I mean, it's hard to trust anything that comes out of Florida, but we have <laughs> In to. general. Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, yeah. So Alligators and old people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So the last person to see her was her landlady, and then she went to sleep, and then I guess in the morning, a telegraph came in for her. So the uh, somebody who was working for her, like, went to go find you know, because she hadn't gotten out of bed yet. She goes to open the bedroom door. The doorknob is hot. Like, she felt like it was, like, warm. Um, so she was worried something was wrong, so she called for help. Uh, one of the painters that was working in the house uh, opened the door. And felt a blast of hot air. So they looked around for her yeah. in the room and because they were like, oh, Thank something's you. on fire in here. <laughs> you know, we need to get her out of here. They There's no signs of her. Um, the bed was empty. There was some smoke. But the only fire, there was like a small uh, flame on a wooden beam that was uh, over a partition that separated like two parts of the house, like the living room and the kitchen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they... You know, they call the firemen, even though it's apparently a little flame. Uh, you know, they put that out. And then um, when they start to look around, let's see, in the middle, there, in, like the middle of the floor, there was some um, blackened chair springs. And they're like, okay. And they found the remains of Mary. So it was a charred liver attached to a spine. Oh. Um, like a piece of it, not the whole thing, a shrunken skull, one foot still wearing a slipper and a small pile of ashes. I'm sorry. And where was the husband? Uh, he went, he had left the night before. He was on rounds at the hospital. He was a doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. (laughs) So the coroners come, they examine the body, they survey the apartment. They're trying to figure out what happened. It puzzled everybody. They had, um, they just decided it was an accidental death. Um, but there, there's a lot more to the story, and I don't really want to like completely go through it because I mean it's a lot. They, it's still a mystery. They still don't really understand what happened. Um, the, it doesn't say anything about accelerants or anything like that. But I mean, clearly there was a flame in the house. So well, and painters. So now you've got paint fumes. Mm-hmm. Right, but. Here's my thing. I'm going to end it with that. Then she died. Okay. okay. She's dead. She uh, this is why I believe in it because they're – I mean reputable people are finding these bodies and there's so many similarities in how these people – like what parts are left over. Yeah. On um, how is, they're there found. There is a pattern with that. And yeah. that's why – like whatever it is, whether it's you know our juices mixing together inside of us or you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, our juices <laughs> mixing together or like – see, now if anybody in this room was going to spontaneously human combust, it would be Dave because he drinks vodka like it's water. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we really need to keep an eye on him. Nobody yeah. should let him sleep in a room by himself. I don't. I don't. Okay. Dave, you're, you're on. You're on Dave duty. Uh, <laughs> no 
I'm not. One, two, three, not it. But yeah, so like that's what I found so fascinating is like there's con- like a lot of these things are connecting. There's a lot of things that are similar and documented. It's not just like oh somebody in the you know the the Weekly Sun said oh somebody spontaneously human combusted like medical examiners, firemen, uh, people who are involved with these you know the victims are giving the same statement. Well, and, and it's super creepy that like none of the like, typically none of the surround like they can be laying in bed and the bed is not torched. Yeah. yeah. They can be like, you know, laying on the, you know, in yeah. the, they can be laying in a in an old rickety wooden house and the house doesn't burn down. It, I mean, that's I mean, it's crazy like, how self-contained it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the, like one of the I mean, especially back in those time periods when like you know, everything, 1700, like you, you everything, everything is on fire. Well, that's one of the things yeah. that, I mean, like, the things they talk about it with these cases is the wick effect. Um, not the John Wick effect, which is you kill my dog, I take you all out. <laughs> but the wick effect, which is like, so basically like you, I mean, like you wear clothes and like maybe not so much in the 50s, but like in, in the olden days, they didn't change their clothes as often. Mm-hmm. And so you had like things that would soak into the clothes over time, like body oils, your sweat fats, or body oils and that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. And so – and you look at the part of the body that typically combusts, which is where the majority of the fatty tissue tends to be. Mm-hmm. And so you essentially turn into a candle. Mm-hmm. And – but still – how you get lit to begin with and why nothing surrounding you gets destroyed. And, and or I mean, that's that's the really super That's weird what part. really adds to the mysteries. Yeah. So that's why I, I feel like this is a thing and I really am so curious. Like I, I wish I could find the answer to spontaneous human combustion, but I, I think that's one of those things we're never going to ever learn. Aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> aliens! <laughs> it's aliens. It was, I mean, it could be. It was Jesus. <laughs> well, it, you know. They but, were smote by yeah. the power of the glory, <laughs> the glory being sinner. I, I was having, I was going between Jesus and the Lord, so it was the Jalord, <laughs> which not jorts because Jesus does not support jorts. <laughs> Jesus is not an East Side fan. Right here, no one should. No one should. All right, you guys, we have come to the part of the show. You know what time it is. Pop out the plugs. Ellie, what you got going on, girl? Oh, it's me. Um, Well, um, Avon Players in Rochester has a show coming up in uh, May and June. We open on May 19th, um, and that is Bridges of Madison County. It's a really cool musical, really beautiful music, um, and it is based on the book not the movie. So, I mean, it's it's got, you know, basically the same story um, as the movie. But it's it's a really cool show, really, like, minimalistic. Um, and so that's that's a lot of fun. Rehearsals, rehearsals are going well for that. And um, so check out avonplayers.org for that. So that's what I'm going to plug this week. Awesome. Dave, what you got? Uh, hey, Podcast Detroit, IT and the D, uh, con season is upon us, uh, so we'll be at all the cons, all the places, Yay. all the things, Wee. drinking all the drinks, getting all the people drunk, and hopefully not triggering any cases of spontaneous No spontaneous combustion! combustion. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's to me? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Source Point Press, Snake Oil Horror, Snake Oil Comics, uh, History of Bad Ideas. Wait, wait, Snake Oil what? Snake Oil Comics. And before that? Snake Oil Horror. Gotcha. Horror. I thought maybe you launched a new thing. Horror. Uh, <laughs> Snake Oil. No. 
sex lump is the snake oil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, sex lump. Yes, yeah. I gotta pr- uh, I gotta plug sex lump. Uh, it's my my band. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing that exists. Yep. We have two songs. Uh, you should listen to them. One is uh, Vinegar Strokes. The other is Empty Conventions in B flat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I real I actually really like that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Except, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, at some point, uh, moon salting through the space time continuum, uh, which is an 11 minute bass solo will, will c- drop. Yep. Nice. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, I'll be sure to have Sabu look you up for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, as always, fuck Steve. All right. Uh, stephaniemenard.com for all your Stephanie Menard needs. And I thought it was most. <laughs> no, all, now it's all. I've had, a, I've had a couple shots, so now it's all. Uh, I don't even know you except from stephaniemenard.com. <laughs> um, I also want to plug uh, The Last Heist, which is uh, my new one-shot comic that'll be coming out soon. I was hoping it'd be out for Motor City, but... We're cutting it awfully close, so I don't want to guarantee anything. Maybe by C4, which I will be at both of those uh, next month. The third and fourth weekends of May. Or the month that this episode drops. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying in general, the third or fourth week of May. (laughs) And that's it. And Melissa has a gorgeous daughter. That's what she's plugging today. (laughs) That's what I plug in all the time. I don't really do anything else except... You know this. <laughs> That's cool. We do. We'll do all the things I mean, for you. I'm, I'm going camping this summer and whitewater rafting. Apparently, I'm oh, doing that too. Nice. Yay! I'm kind of scared. Not gonna lie. I'm going with you. I just invited myself. Okay. Nope. So we've reached that time. It's the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Def. I'm Ellie. Still Dave. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> <laughs>